It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, everybody. JD here. I just want to do a quick intro to this podcast. I'm going to try and keep it quick. Uh, Today's a very special left-hand, right-brain, okay, guys? Because it's not just a left-hand, right-brain. It's a JDJO reunion. All right, bringing Joanna Mioli back, back into the basement, reunited, and it feels so good, uh, as you'll hear in the podcast. Uh, we also have Sam P, returning guest. I think she's the most the most repeated guest on the podcast, maybe now. Way to go. Her and Johnny Hatchback are just neck and neck, I think. And then we have the very special guest here. All right, they're all special guests, but this is the very special guest, Kaylin Boyd. All right, everybody. Anyone who's in the know will know who Kalen Boyd is. Actor extraordinaire. That's his title, guys. The actor extraordinaire. Not given lightly, okay? But uh, Kalen Boyd uh, is an actor and was an actor in Denver. Uh, Denver local, Denver native, Colorado's son. You know, started off at UNC like uh, Joanna and uh, so many people here in town. Um, that's where we all met. And then he came to Denver or came back to Denver after college and was acting around town and then decided to double down, guys, put his money where his mouth is. All right. Moved to New York. And he's in the Big Apple acting, acting, probably better than that, hopefully. Um, He's doing a lot of Shakespeare stuff out there. You know, Uh, he doesn't go. We really delve into the Shakespeare because because that's what I've been doing uh, myself most recently. And so that's just where my head was at. But. Also, Kalen has a blog called The Panegyric, uh, and you can find that at thepanegyric.com. Uh, it's just an awesome blog. He's an awesome writer. He wrote a, a play here that uh, they were, that actually got produced here in Denver, so maybe check it out. We talk about one of his blog posts where he meets a celebrity or meets a, meets a hero of his, not just a celebrity, a personal hero, and uh, he retells the tale on the pod but you could also look it up and you know keep up with his life or just want to you know hear some interesting musings follow him and read his blog at thepanegyric.com thank you kaylin for coming and thank you just for listening guys uh all you guys out there that have been downloading i really appreciate it i see the numbers going up all the time and i'm just shocked that people are listening (laughs) 
Um, and I'm not just talking to avoid. But thank you so much. And continue to listen. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, the Facebooks, whatever. However you like to get your social media, I'm on something. I just joined Pinterest. But I digress. If you care to listen to any of the old JDJO podcasts or any of the old left hand right brains, you can find them on iTunes or you can go to Stitcher Smart Radio or lefthandrightbrainpod.com. about whether or not everyone's going to go to my mother-in-law's Thanksgiving. Yeah, kind of. Your mother-in-law has a separate Thanksgiving? On Thanksgiving Day. And she sent out a text being like, who's coming? And so now all my relatives are being like, I'm coming. I'm bringing a guest. How many Thanksgivings do you have? My sister's husband's mother. What's the well, I don't know. Why would it not be my mother-in-law? She's an in-law of mine. What's the most Thanksgivings you've gone to in one day? I think I've had three. I've gone to five. Five? Yeah. Yeah, Joanna. Has I've a lot. gone to my parents, uh, Cole's parents, Sam's house. I don't know. My boyfriend's house. I don't you know. You got boy? Well, I mean, are this we was recording? Like in high school. Yes, we are recording. Welcome to Left Hand Right Brain, everybody. Um, <laughs> I'm JD Lopez, and I have three awesome guests with me today. I'm really excited about uh, returning guest Sam P. There she is. And then it's a reunion, everybody. Uh, anyone who knows anything about anything will know this next person coming up. Pasta Mioli. Hey. Joanna Mioli, everybody. <laughs> Come back in the basement. Reunited. And it feels so good. Yeah. All right. And then. And then. Last but not least. Last but now. not least. I don't know how to make a drum roll sound, actually. <laughs> We have this guy. His name's Kalen <laughs> Boyd. Yeah, get real close on that mic. He, he's yeah, gonna say things to you. Like that. Yeah, yep. there it is. There he is. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kalen is an actor uh, extraordinaire. I guess I don't know what the the correct. Uh, Technically, that's correct. Yes. Um, started off in Greeley, much like uh, all of us here. Well, most of us. I mean, UNC alum, right? Mm -hmm. And no. then he moved out. No, not me. Well. Oh, I'm not alone either, but, you know. I feel like we That's all have okay. ties to Greeley in some go way. Go Bears mm -hmm. still. There'd be UNC so go, or go Bears. Uh, just being born there, having the fortunate... Uh, privilege. Privilege. Thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you. But, uh, Kaylin, uh, <laughs> uh started off small town. Mm -hmm. What was it? Parker? Lakewood. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, Denver, Thornton. Denver all native, range. everybody, basically. Woo. Yeah, for sure. And then moved out to California. To pursue acting. He nope. No, no, no. no. He doesn't live in California. Did I say California? You did. New York City. <laughs> Almost York the same City. though. <laughs> in many ways. But New York Judy. is the California of the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm it's been You're a, drunk. a weird day. Yes. I'm sorry. I <laughs> get excited so and I forget facts. I forget reality. <laughs> okay. Kaylin yeah. makes people nervous. I'm nervous right I now. Get, yeah, I Feelings get aren't facts. <laughs> what about perception is reality? What would you Oh, I say, is this going to be one of those podcasts? <laughs> no, well. Because I'm going to be silent the whole time if we're talking about that stuff. Yeah, I mean, perception? <laughs> Anything philosophy like. I'm just going to let Kaylin talk. Go. Uh, about perception is reality? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I, guess I don't want to I mean, if on no that. one's interested. Well. Yeah. I was just <laughs> excited. 
You shot that down real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about, what about so saying We got to yes. boost JD's self-esteem right now. No, He's it's not fine. feeling it's fine. good about it. Don't worry about myself. He's doing great. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine. Well, you anyway. are doing great, and you're beautiful. So <laughs> we all started um, <laughs> somewhere. And yeah. now Galen's uh, <laughs> in New York, and um, I just want, I thought it'd be cool to talk about that, what it's like to uh, to make the jump from Denver, from the mountaintop, you know, yeah. the Mile High City, over to uh, the Big Apple. For sure, and uh, acting there because you've done you did a couple things in Denver. I mean, you put on your own show, yeah, with Sampy. Yep, and Sampy. Mm-hmm. I'll go on. What was it called? I'll go on. I'll go on. Oh yeah, yeah. that's what. Yeah, you'll go on about the show. No, it was which called was called I'll go on. There it is. Oh, <laughs> who's <laughs> the first? Thing? Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and so you've been doing a lot of Shakespeare stuff. Yeah, it's all it's been nothing but classics. So I'm I'm a member of this theater company that was started by other UNC alum mostly called Tale Told Productions, and one of the big projects that we do is every summer we put on three or four fully realized Shakespeare shows, but each one goes up in seven days. So the whole process is seven days. You get the script beforehand, you have to show up ready to rock, but uh, we put the whole show up in seven days, we do them in parks around the city, and we've gotten really good at it. Um, <laughs> we have. It, it's, these are, it's good. It's not like, oh, that was good for only seven days. It's just like, that was good. Um, so yeah, I, I... Do you guys have a big turnout for people who yeah, come to watch did, it? Yeah, uh, the biggest, the biggest, the biggest that I've been a part of was last summer we did, um, like not, last, last summer, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not the summer, the summer that just ended. Yeah, yeah, right, right. We did, um, Two Gentlemen of Verona in Ooh, I love this park one. on the Upper East Side called Carl Schertz Park, and there's this place there called the Peter Pan Circle. Um... <gasps> <laughs> yeah, there's like a statue of what? Peter Pan or something in it. And like flowers in this. So there's like these huge staircase coming down from both sides and then like a bridge off to one side. And it was, we counted at one point, there were like 130 people wow. had just stopped in the middle of their day and were watching us. They were standing all over the bridge. They were filling the entire staircase that we were kind of acting towards. Mm-hmm. And then there were just people filtering in, sitting behind us, like just catching what they could of the show. There were people sitting in the circle, like just in the space that we had... It was really impressive. That was awesome. That sounds really cool. I can't even imagine. Um, so what's the, uh, why do it in seven days? I mean, what's, what's, what's well, up with that? the original idea, the guy who founded it was, it's, a part of it was he was sick of doing new work. Like he just wanted to do text that he knew was really quality, good stuff, but he couldn't pay anybody. And he just wanted to work with, you know, friends and artists that he really respected, people he knew he wanted to work with. Uh, so to go to them his friends and say, hey, come work on this whole other project for free. That's pretty tough. But, you know, hey, I have, can we do a week? Can you give me a week of your time? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So it was just out of sort of necessity. Can we do this? And also I think the challenge of it, like, and we've learned. It's almost, it's not hard enough anymore. We're kind of in the process of restructuring what's the next thing because putting up a two-hour Shakespeare show in seven days isn't even a challenge anymore. All right. I feel, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> not I, hard. No, I mean, you got, you know, it depends on, you have to have the right people. People have to show up. You have to be off book. You can't, anyone that's fucking around in that way, no dice. But if everyone shows up ready to rock, absolutely. We can totally do it. That's really cool. What's the hardest thing you had to do since you've moved to New York? Like, I don't know, what was the hardest transition, I guess? What's the hardest transition? I don't know. It's, there's something about, and it's, it's honestly what I really like about New York, but everything is a struggle. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, like, for example, you go out your door at 10 a.m. 
and you have to have everything with you that you're going to need because there's no chance to go home. So everything you're going to need from 10 a.m. till midnight, you just have to have with you. And, right. you know, I don't know, like you have to go everywhere by train because I would never own a car there. I can't fathom people who do. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're always, your schedule is always dependent on how the trains are running. It's always on the public transportation. It's usually pretty good, but sometimes it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And... You know, everything's really expensive. Like, it's just everything is a struggle. But it's nice because it motivates you. And it makes you really feel like I better I better show up. I better really do my best or I'm going to fail. I'm going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. And you feel you need that struggle to be a good artist? No, not necessarily. I, I mean, maybe I do. I wouldn't use that as a normative statement about everybody. What but, is it about the struggle that pushes you? I mean, or is it just the struggle that pushes you? Yeah, I think it's just... Because, like, when I was here in Denver, I've, I mean, I was dealing with other things, but I think I just felt comfortable. I don't know. It just didn't feel like a risk. But if I'm going to move across the country and... Raising the stakes just all Right, around. fight with all those kind of elements, then you better have a reason, you know. I, Denver's too comfortable, I guess, just because my family's all here and I grew up here and... So you couldn't create or do the same thing? I mean, couldn't's not the right word. Maybe this is all just an excuse, but I didn't. I wasn't, you know, with the exception, really the one exception of what Sam and I made. I have a question. So I know that you have like a lot of friends out in New York who moved out there before you did, and I'm sure some more people have moved out there since you've been there. But the people that you didn't know when you first moved there, have you like made a bunch of new friends or do you mostly stick around the people that you already knew or like are people nice or... I don't know. That's a lot of questions. I, always, I just always am curious if people in New York are nice. Yes. I guess. <laughs> no, they are. I think, you know, like you, anytime you see a New Yorker in a movie, they're, like, they're a prick. They're right. just a cold, hard bastard. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like midnight cowboy type, strutting, angry <laughs> sort of thing. And it's not like that, really. It's not. I think everybody has kind of a buffer zone that you just have to grow because... You're just surrounded by a million people at any given moment, and it's the only way to get privacy is just kind of shut off. But at the same time, I think having to live that close to so many people and they're just always everywhere, it it really, there's this closeness. You have to learn how to live with millions of people, and you can't do it by being rude or hateful or everyone is nice, everyone is friendly. You can stop anyone and ask for directions, and they've got time for you, Hmm. you know, and like... If something bad starts happening, like say on the train, someone's getting, they're not okay, like they might be a threat to others, people are there immediately. People don't just go, I don't know, I don't want to. That's awesome. They show up because you have to. You just Because if I'm sitting on the train and this guy's doing crazy shit and I let it happen, you know, it's going to happen right in front of me. I'm going to end up being involved with it. The train's going to get stopped while they do an investigation and I'm going to be two hours late for work. Mm-hmm. Like just having to live with that many people involved in your life forces you to not be callous or totally removed. Yeah, that sounds like opposite of the, you know, what you, I would think about or like the stereotype, I think. I mean, right. I had in my head anyway. I mean, I, people, you got to be tough, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to have thick skin. Yeah. But. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> say I'm pretty sensitive. I mean, me too. Then people how do you build this callous or what do you, what do you. Did it take a while? You're getting you're getting used to it now. You've been there for about a year and a half now. Yeah, it just happens. I think what it is is that the 
people who are there because it's so hard. You have to have a reason. You have to know why you're there. And so you're willing to struggle and put up with whatever. And your reason to go there was to... Act. Act. To really make a go of it and pursue it. And then just the Shakespeare thing, is because you knew people there and that's how you fell into Shakespeare? Well, I, I, when I was living out here, my friend Tom, who founded Tale Told, he called me and he was like, we're doing much ado about nothing. You want to come be Claudio? I was like, shit, yeah, okay. And then I went out there and it was just the best that I'd felt in a long time. Because it was fun and it was hard and I was making stuff and I, I just got to be this version of myself that I didn't feel like I was ever getting to be. Where I was gregarious and excited and positive and trying to lift others up and what can we do together? Like that kind of attitude. And you know, it was beautiful and there was this new woman that I was interested in and all this uh, stuff. So I was like, yes. okay, maybe I can do better than I have been in Denver. And maybe a new environment would help. So I kind of fell in love. And then moved out there, and then I just still had those connections. And so when the next show came up, which I think the next one I did was Two Gentlemen of Verona, it was like, you want to be in it? I was like, yeah. So they just cast me. Sweet. It's good to know people, I guess, and also yes. have <laughs> talent. And Because like Shakespeare isn't... Uh, <laughs> and also have talent. Yeah. It's, like, it's so intimidating to me. It, it's not like that to you. Especially now, you said it's so easy to just put up a show in so many I days. I mean, that doesn't mean all the performances or that everything I do is perfect, but just to construct a show in seven days is not a challenge. Anymore. Can you uh, talk, speak to that a little bit more? How do you, what, what is the process? So usually it's like um, there is director and assistant director, and the assistant director has a lot to do. It's not a glorified assistant, you know, go get coffee type thing. Um, and usually there will be emails sent out beforehand or conversations if anyone has time about what's the world like, what's the intentions kind of big picture directorial type things um usually you'll get the script a month three weeks beforehand kind of depends on the show for some of them like when we did hamlet we made sure that everyone had it way out because it's humongous you know so you show up on the day it's 9 a.m to 3 p.m seven days in a row um and there's always like a little brief go team type conversation at the beginning and then it just you usually just dive right in. And some, some of the directors, there's like three people, three or four people that have directed at this point. Some of the directors do it like just sequentially, let's do this, and they'll send the AD off to start working on the next scene. Or like when we did, we just did Romeo and Juliet, we only had uh, the fight choreographer for two days. She's from D.C., good friend from high school, and she came down, so we only had her for two days. So all the violence, that was what we did for the first two days. All the fighting... And then, you know, the AD would take me and Juliet off somewhere. And you just kind of have to cram it together. You get an hour for lunch, get back, and then usually by the fifth day, if you're lucky, you can do a full run, six days final dress, and then seventh day, you just show up and do it. In just parks around the city. Yeah. So there's no set. There's, I mean, costume. Costumes. We We have um, this woman we went to college with, actually, uh, Becca Freund, who's another high school friend, and she's uh, our costume designer, and she's incredible. And <laughs> it's, like, old-timey? Like no, 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 Or no, what no. are we doing? Like, modern, modernist So we just did Romeo and Juliet. Okay. That was set in, like, the 90s. So I have, like, baggy <laughs> jeans and a chain. That's hilarious. And, like, red plaid with a wife beater. And, like, uh, Mercutio is super grunge. 
was like the flannel around his waist and the. I love grunge. <laughs> can I just say that? You, you can. <laughs> Sorry, you, go on. No, no. And then like the nurse was like, she looked like the mom from Home Improvement, <laughs> like oh my the mom God, jeans so and then, like a vest with yeah. like patches. Like, but then like we did, um, like when we did Hamlet, it was like super high fashion, um, with like. Um, Everyone had this sickness, so there'd be like white in everyone's costume, and the people that were most sort of diseased by all the power and corruption and lust would have like this jaundiced yellow purple filth like peeking out of their costume. And as they throughout the show, they kind of lost layers, and you'd see more and more of the filth and kind of where it was affecting them. There's all kinds of like, great, great, great stuff. So the costumes are awesome, and you know, there's props, mm-hmm. and the company now has some weapons. Like we have, I think they have a couple. Foils <laughs> and Romeo and Juliet, since it was not old timey, was all knife fights, like pocket knives, like yeah. dirty, filthy. West Side Story, kind of. Yeah, but not even switchblades, like butterfly. A good knives. old nineties fight. It was <laughs> awesome. So you got to do a lot of the uh, fight court fight stuff. Is that fun? Is that something you like to do? Or yeah, it's awesome. It's hard, man, especially that knife fighting. Because like swords, it's a little more. <laughs> Kind of relax. There's space. You know what I mean? There's like a, but the knife fighting, it's all grappling and rolling around in the dirt and grabbing each other's wrists. It's like exhausting. By the end of that first day, just everyone was dying because we're not 16, like the show says. (laughs) We're all mid 20s. Mid 20s. So So old. If you want to save energy, use swords and not knives in a fight. Noted. Yes. Okay, cool. What is a sword but a big knife? Well, apparently it saves you some energy. Yeah, Joanna's just locking away this information for yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. Next time. Next Someone time. challenges her to a duel. Yeah. Next time I need to buy a weapon. <laughs> so we just got done doing uh, Shakespeare sword. stuff at um in my my acting class. Uh-huh. So we you know did the whole iambic pentameter. Da 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 da. Is that <laughs> like is what what's step one when you get a script for any kind of Shakespeare? What are you, how are you breaking it down? You have to read it over and 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 over. Then looking at the No Fear Shakespeare stuff. Absolutely. 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 Every tool you can get. It's invaluable for sure. Sam and I did that. But the first thing has to be the story. Because, like, you read stuff and you discover things. Like, okay, so, like, I we worked on Hamlet and I was Horatio. And, you know, we spent... I spent like two months working on that script and dealing with things, and this there was this problem, this thing I just kept coming up against as much as I read it. I was like, why does Horatio offer to kill himself at the end? He's like the reasoned scholar, the rational guy. They see a ghost, they call him to come in and be a ghostbuster, basically, and be like, oh, no, actually, this is not a ghost, and then it turns out it is, but he's the... He's the logical one who's just watching. He's not getting involved in all the emotional craziness. And then Hamlet dies, and he says, I am more an antique Roman than a Dane, and he's about to kill himself. And it's like, why? Where did that come from? Mm Because they're friends. I got a lot of friends I love. I wouldn't kill myself. And so I, I I never figured that out. I never figured that out. Well, I sat down and read Hamlet again, and I was like... Ah, oh my God, like a month ago when I called the director. I was like, we have to do it again because Horatio is in love with Hamlet. Oh my God, I'm so happy you told me <laughs> because I've been waiting to, like, waiting for you, you to, to discover it so and I can know. And over and over. You wow. have to. And so that's always step one. And then I absolutely do scansion because you learn stuff. You find jokes in there. You, oh, find, mm. you find things you didn't realize. Yeah, the operative words. Right. And all like, that stuff. How are the thoughts actually <laughs> spaced out? <laughs> like, is, is it. You know, if you read like, like the, okay, so you read 
like you just said Romeo and Juliet, you read the way they're talking to each other during the balcony scene and the way that all scans and the kind of excitement, like the rhythm, the spacing, the way the whole thoughts are put together. And then you compare that to like Lady Macbeth, out damn spot, and it's mm-hmm. nothing scans, you know, it's all stopped half thoughts and nothing is in perfect pentameter. It's like, okay, so I understand. The clues here, right. yeah. Where she's at, what she's feeling, that kind of thing. JD were, and I were in a coffee shop working on his <laughs> Shakespeare scene. <laughs> yeah. And it was basically me just like reading the line and then looking at him to read the line and then having him read it to me over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd get a little loud and she'd be like, shh. Yeah, I'd be shh. like, we're doing public. <laughs> Talk normal. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just the the Shakespeare stuff is super intimidating to me at first. And then, you know, I guess you just... To see the words come to life is a whole different experience. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, yeah, I was having fun with it towards the end, which was really surprising yeah. to me. And, uh, uh, yeah, I actually could see myself maybe trying to do something like that in the future. But um, is that something you thought you'd pursue when you were do, doing acting in at UNC? Like, oh, Shakespeare is something that... I've always I loved Shakespeare, for sure. For sure. Is it the language? I mean, is the yeah, poetry you, you like that? And it's like a like puzzle. A... You feel smart. Like, if yeah. you read it and you just read it, you don't know if you're Shakespeare, which I think is a great tool. I do. But if you just read it and you, like, struggle with it, and you go, oh, I know what's actually going on. Not just what this word I've never heard means, but what's really happening. I get all the context, and you start to see it's not just poetry, but characters, motivations, people, conflict. It's really gratifying. You're like I figured it out. What a bright boy am I? <laughs> yeah, there's no <laughs> subtext. Is like something that I had. To, I came to, like right away. It's like it's all right there. You just have to decode it in a way. Yeah, it's really gratifying when you do. Well, I don't know. Decoding is that the right word? I think that's fair. <laughs> okay. And you, yeah, you were really like getting the hang of it. The no for Shakespeare, just for anyone who doesn't know, is just like a, a literal translation mm-hmm. of yeah, well, a modern translation. Modern translation. There even... we go. Yeah, literal. That's yeah. I'm using the wrong words. Cause I'm nervous. Because you're drunk. You make me I'm drunk, guys. Yeah, that's <laughs> you gonna make be the thing. Me nervous. <laughs> I'm drunk with nerves. Uh, happens. Yeah. So we all just went to the arts museum. No, yeah. we didn't. The art. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> museum of Nature Maybe and Science. You, were you guys there. wanted to go to the art museum. JD, where are you right now? <laughs> He's in the arts museum. Right. <laughs> in the arts museum. With Kaylin from California. Bizarro. I'm with Kaylin in California. <laughs> Uh, guys, it's okay, JD. No, no, we you're saw just the whale exhibit. Yeah, we saw the whales. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. You like the whales? I do. I like the uh, the sound chamber. That was awesome. I like the, what are those teeth things called? Baleens. Baleens. What I are like the, those? They look like the brushes. The filter that's made out of keratin. The right. baleen whales. Did you see that one that was like as tall as us? Yeah. yeah. What kind of whale was that? Mm. I don't know. There's lots of different sperm whales. Sperm whales. Sperm whales. Sperm, sperm, whale. no, sperm whale whales. Yeah, those yeah, are tooth whales. Yeah. Humpbacks are baleen whales. <laughs> Blue whales are. Blue whales are. And then the 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 whale heart <laughs> was like 1,400 pounds. A blue whale's heart. Caitlin was just so so shocked when he read that. He was like, I don't know. It's I like the size it was so of a VW bug. Yeah. Joanna and I were about to get in it, and we crawled halfway in, and then. <laughs> Sam said it smelled like children, so we got out. We got out very quickly. <laughs> it smells like children. You know, it's like a really close space, and there was like little right. video cameras Sour in there. Sour milk and, and piss. Yeah. I would like to say Ooh. that there Just was a little whale flew. video game there, and I was the only one who beat it. So It was hard. It was that really was hard. It, I think it was a dolphin, though. <laughs> no, no, it was it a was killer a whale. whale. No, killer whale is what ruined you, killed you. Oh, there were oh right. I think yeah, you were yeah. a dolphin. I'm pretty sure. 
regardless, I won. Are dolphins <laughs> whales? I was confused at the end of that. Dolphins are not whales, dolphins but they're are related. Part of the but whale they're family. in the same family. Yeah. Okay. So they split off years that's ago. Why at least dolphins ten years ago. Yeah, maybe twelve. Maybe. And I feel like all the whale research is happening in New Zealand because uh, every every video um, had a New Zealand. Was a that lot. was just the that was just the basis of that like it was a exhibit. It was, oh. it was based on. Those no, guys. That, whales like, only Maori. come to New Zealand. That's what I got. <laughs> the, like from native New Zealand tribes Maori. and their relation to the go yeah, check Maori. out the whale exhibit. It was yeah, good. It was good. The and giants try and beat of the that deep. game, and if you do, then Larus <laughs> cools me. What was that? Nothing. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. There's a lot of people talking. It's okay. It's okay. Somebody out there heard it, and yeah. they'll know the challenge, and they'll accept it. I'll go it. back and I'll hear it. Oh, was it your video game oh, challenge? Sorry. The video game. Yeah, Kaylin declared it was unbeatable and walked out. I tried about three times. <laughs> yeah. I got, first, I swallowed yeah, a bag I and I died. <laughs> I thought you could maybe swallow a couple bags before you died. Yeah, One I swallowed One plastic a bag, bag too. dead. And the little whale and turns upside down. The brain. I only swallowed the bag because I was running from a shark. And I just, I just reacted, and there was a bag right behind me. I will say all the ways I died, none of them was from eating a bag. And only then this is like that. a little toggle <laughs> video game. Right. And there was, what's the button? Did anyone hit the button? No. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's shown. Oh, maybe had sonar. Oh, that would have oh, cool. totally next time, helped. <laughs> next time I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah, you'd know the shark the was coming. Yeah, I bet you'd you're be, right. Yeah, that we didn't even think about that. I was sonar. I was a blind whale and I still right. won. Anyone Damn on Twitter, it. get at us with what that button meant. That's because you guys all know no one follows me on Twitter. Um. Yeah, so uh, you guys should go to the art museum. No, not there the art museum. Go, cool the art- go to the art museum, and too. also go to the Museum <laughs> of Nature and Science. Are you hungry? <laughs> yes, I'm well, going to go hungry. eat later. Yes, go I'm fine. Steven's. I'm fine. You're just a little fussy, and you're hungry. I'm fussy. Fussy, wussy. I'm not fussy. You're fussy. You guys, I've reached mm-hmm. the dream for JD and I. I got a job. I get 50% off at Steuben's now, which is... Shady's favorite place. Yeah. yeah that's so. maybe where I am. Is it your favorite place? It, yeah. He yeah, loves it. Yeah, JD yeah. loves Steubens in Studio City. Like oh, Studio. yeah. You love I Studio City. I forgot about Studio City. It's like the first well, place I like oh, I started going to when I first moved to Denver. <laughs> and, uh, and now we're going to go there again tonight. <laughs> Not yeah. Studio. Steubens. Not What's the first place you went to? Like your first, like your favorite restaurant in Denver? Kaylin. Just, I guess it could just be your favorite. Euclid Hall. Yeah. Wait, you're asking two questions. Do favorite or first? Let's do your favorite. Let's do your favorite. I think, I mean, it hasn't always been a great experience, but mostly really exceptional is Beatrice and Woodsley. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So romantic. Kayla and I went there the on best, a date once. The best meal I ever had was there with Joanna. <gasps> and Yay. it was... And I was there. We had, that's why it was awesome. We had escar- Thanks, some kind of escargot fondue to start, which was <laughs> okay. It was okay. And there was some little mid-course thing that was good. I don't remember what it was. But it was the entree. I had a, oh, yeah. I had a duck burger. Mm-hmm. It was on house-made pretzel bread mm-hmm. with heirloom it tomatoes so and frau frau cheese. And I had a Boulevard Brewing Company take Tank 7, which mm-hmm. is like one of my favorite beers in the whole world. Mm-hmm. And it just was perfect. I kept I kept calling the waiter over to just be like, "This is I'm having a great <laughs> time. Yeah, you were I am having a ball. <laughs> you know, it's a little tipsy, feeling expansive. Yeah, Let me tell like, you, sir, this is, you're doing very well. If you're Great choice. <laughs> yeah. Kaylin was really happy. Didn't we get that dessert that had like chocolate and cinnamon in it or something? It was like spicy and sweet. I don't even remember. I don't know. <laughs> it was I've always awesome, had just It's a kind of experience. expensive, but we're Oh, it yeah. Is. It's but very it's like, expensive. It's just magical and wonderful. Yeah. I know the whole story about it is. We were in love. It was great. Bull hockey. But still, it doesn't hockey. matter. <laughs> yeah. The, if, if, the myth, if the legend becomes fact, print the legend. Just go with it. It's better. What is the legend? Oh, that it's, uh, there was, 
this family of vintners from France had moved up to Aspen, and there was a, a family of Coopers, and the, the Cooper's son and the vintner's daughter fell in love mm-hmm. in an, an Aspen grove and ran away to... So it's like there's Aspen trees and logs and wine yeah. casks and... Oh, and the bathrooms really are amazing. Cute. Yeah. 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 The bath- it's like a dream. The it's like being in a dream bathroom. in there. Yeah, seriously. It's, it doesn't make any sense. And for that one moment, you're Beatrice. And, and he's, he's Woodsley. <laughs> <laughs> right, you are Woodsley. What a terrible name. Right, Kaylin? Woodsley? Hi, I'm Woodsley. <laughs> <laughs> I like that name. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. Woodsley? Woodsley. Yeah. I could totally see how you get made fun of as a kid. but still. Any name that ends with S-L-E-Y is bad. <laughs> Wesley. Awful. What about Corsley? Not a name. <laughs> but if it were, it'd be yeah. the worst. What about Jimsley? Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> what about Ashley? That's H. So it has the same sounding. No, I said S L E Y. Slee, slee. Shut down. Slee, 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 Kingsley. Kingsley, ooh. <laughs> the only Kingsley I know is from Harry Potter. So, what do you say about it? Well, he was oh, very yeah. cool. What say you so about like Kingsley? Him. What say you? <laughs> <laughs> and then something I did want to uh, touch on. Harry Potter? It's well, always got to be Harry Potter with Harry you, doesn't po- it? Well, yeah. You know, I was thinking of a different <laughs> author that you met while you were in New York. Oh, I thought that man. was a great story. And then you can also plug Who? your blog. Oh, okay. Are you talking about Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah. No. <laughs> Is he an author? He must have written. He, he, he has written a children's book. <laughs> I mean, oh, and he, he did write jokes. Sign language is a is a book of like basically his jokes. I get it. Transcribed. S e i n language. I yeah. I hear you. No, I was uh, <laughs> I was I came out of this building and I was staring at my phone, uh, trying to see when I had to go to work. How long mm-hmm. were you in New York for? I had been here for there. I had been there for <laughs> I don't know, like eighteen months, nineteen months. Something like that. So brand new, just off the boat, basically. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. So this completely was like a few jaded. months ago. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, so not too long ago. ago. <laughs> like two months ago. But I, I, I walked out of this building and I was looking at my phone to see what time I had to go to work, and I heard this voice. I can't do his voice, but I heard this voice say, "I don't know, Maria. Do you see it?" And I was like, "Oh my God, I know that voice. I know that voice." And oh I got God, really nervous. I got so nervous, and I looked up and I saw him, and I was like, "That's Neil Gaiman. Is that <gasps> Neil Gaiman?" And then you saw Neil Gaiman. I did like a little. I walked in like a half circle oh to just the corner of the building and just pretended to look at my phone while I stared at him and this woman he was walking with, hoping that they wouldn't notice that I was staring at them. But you weren't like, sure if it was him. Yeah, yet, I was like, right? is that him? Because he had he had some gray in his hair and he had a beard that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. And I was like, is that is that him? But I'm like, I know that voice. But is that his voice? But I know that voice. Mm-hmm. And the fear was all just because I really wanted to talk to him, but it's dangerous to meet your heroes. Because mm-hmm. if what if you talk to him and he goes get the fuck out of here, right. that's yeah, awful. Yeah. Oh. That's Could you uh, not enjoy one of his books after that? He just came out with a new one. I want to get, but I haven't got it yet. I I don't know if I could. Mm. So I'm did, sure I did could. Did you talk to him? So much. Hold on, though. Oh. Oh. Sorry, 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 sorry. So <laughs> they they start walking south down Broadway. Him and this woman, and I follow behind like a <laughs> ninja. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I get like three people lengths behind. <laughs> And one over, right? Right, obviously. Yeah. And I'm like just kind of trying to listen, trying to eavesdrop from that far away. And like, is this him? I know this is totally unacceptable behavior, but I don't, it happens. <laughs> what are you going to do? And I was wearing a bright neon orange t shirt. So I'm just cursing myself the whole time that I'm stalking him. Because the second worst thing is he turns around and goes, Are you following me? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Uh, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like trying to cover it up with my the bag I'm carrying, and like hoping he doesn't notice. And then they we get to this corner, and they go into this like fried chicken restaurant. And they walk up to the counter, and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'll wait till they come out, because it looks like they're just going to get like milkshakes. I'll wait till they come out, and then I'll say something. And I'm like standing there on the corner, pacing back and forth, and I'm watching them through the window, and they go and sit down. Oh, like, my gosh. Ugh. So I stand there for like 10 or 15 minutes trying to build up the courage to go in there and talk to him. I was just so afraid. I don't get starstruck normally, but I was paralyzed. And so I kept walking up to the door, and I'd open it and start to go through it, and someone would be walking out the door, and I'd just back up and like, I was just here to hold the door for you, sir. And then I'd close <laughs> it and go walk around in a circle again. So finally, okay, I had this moment where I said, you know, you're never going to have this opportunity again, and I'll judge you forever if you just don't do it because you're afraid. If he gave you a sign like, don't talk to me, then that's one thing, but you're just afraid. Mm-hmm. So I go, okay, walk up, open the door, go in, and just walk straight past the table. I just couldn't do it. I veered off, and I walked over to this little condiment station, and I'm just kind of organizing ketchups and telling <laughs> myself that I'm a coward, and I just start grabbing napkins just one after the other. Just and I'm, So by the, I've got about 15 napkins in my hand. I go, okay. You're ready. I have my napkins. And I turn around and I walk up to the table. And he kind of half rolls his eyes. Like, just barely. Ugh. Just barely. Uh-huh. Just barely. And I'm like, okay, I get it. That's fine. Because this is what I was... I know. It's awful. It's got to be so obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yes. Oh, and man. I go, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm tremendously sorry. I know you must abhor this. Uh, you are an incredible inspiration. And I adore your work. And that's it. I won't interrupt your day any further or interfere with your life. Thank you. And I start to walk away. And he goes, what's your name? And he puts his hand out. Uh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just saying hi to someone and shaking their hand is not really that big of a deal. But I had given him an out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hi. I said my thing. I'll leave. And he's like, what's your name? Kalen. Nice to meet you, Kalen. Shakes my hand. He goes, Kalen, this is Maria. She's also an excellent writer. Nice to meet you, Maria. Shake Maria's hand. And I go, thank you again. That's it. I know it's the worst. Enjoy your day. And I started to walk away, and Maria goes, you did that very well, Kaylin. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Neil Gaiman gives me like a fist of solidarity, and he goes, you did it in a classy way, <laughs> Kaylin. <laughs> oh, my it's God. It's just so awesome. <laughs> and so I was just on clouds all day. I was just dancing through the streets. He Approval. Me classy. Yeah. Oh, my it's, God. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump from classy to best friends. <laughs> Oh I'm really God. geeking out about I'm, this. I think anyone I know. knows who Neil Gaiman is is like geeking out. If you don't, then you don't care about that story. But I was really excited to hear that. That's I thought it was amazing. really cool. And uh, you're working at this restaurant in uh, New York now that's uh, uh, not owned by Beyonce and Jay Z. They're investors. They're investors. All right. So you're meeting a lot of meeting a lot of famous people. You're serving some people, right? Yeah. I know. This is just like real. <laughs> I feel like it's a real small town kid. Like, golly gee, you all meeting all these people? I had actually, <laughs> had this well, I was. I'm out here and I visited. I went and had breakfast with my grandma and grandpa, and they didn't. We didn't. I don't know. We didn't have a ton to talk about. Just kind of catching up, and so it got kind of quiet for a minute. And then my grandfather goes, "So who have you waited on?" And then we just spent 20 minutes while I just tried to think of every famous person I'd seen <laughs> in the restaurant, wow. and that was the whole conversation. Mm. I bet they loved it. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Cute. They were having a great time. But, but you've like seen Jay Z and Beyonce in person. You're talking about, and they're people, <laughs> which <laughs> is surprising <laughs> to me. <laughs> they're which not I wouldn't have thought. Joanna has a good Jay Z impersonation. <laughs> she did it earlier. Yeah, let's hear that. <laughs> okay, this no. is Jay Z. No. <laughs> saying hi to Beyonce. <laughs> I'm not doing. 
Jay Z is in the plane hangar. <laughs> Beyonce's getting off the jet, and this Jay Z says. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> Jesus I says I hate you guys so much. <laughs> He's giggling like a, like a 26-year-old girl. Oh, that's, spot on. that's really good. Oh, my God. I hate you guys. All right. She's not going to do it? I'm not going to do it. Okay. Do, it. do it just randomly at some point during the rest of this interview. Just I don't even remember what I said. I was like sitting there, and I was just like, oh, hi, Beyonce. <laughs> No. Perfect. There it is. That's what he sounds like. Nailed it. You guys didn't even know I was impersonating Jay Z until I Yeah, you were like talking to yourself. (laughs) I know. I laughed at myself and then just told you why. Don't ever trust your friends with confidential, embarrassing things. Nope. Impersonations? (laughs) I wasn't impersonating. I was. What's your best impersonation, Sam? Probably of Joanna. No. Mm. <laughs> Can you do any any famous people impersonations? Joanna. Mm. Thank you, Sam. Let's do a celebrity though. Joanna. Um, <laughs> I'm a podcast celebrity. <laughs> there was that. There was. It's not an impersonation, really, but there was like that song that I would get stuck in my head. Um, and hey, I. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. No, not that one. <laughs> but yeah, that one too. But there was one a song I used to get stuck in my head, and the beginning is like this. <laughs> that sounds like Elvis That's Presley. That's a ZZ Top song. <laughs> yeah, oh, but yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. For, forever, I would just be like, you know that song? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and no one knew what I was talking it's, about. I it's because they don't I say, don't oh, they say, ah, how? Oh, how, 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 how. I still don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you do. If you heard it, you'd be, you'd be like, she's doing spot on impression. No, your impression obviously is not good. That's all I know. Pretty good. Yeah, thank you. Right? Is that mm, how it goes? Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. In the ballpark. <laughs> so do people think you're just so cool for being from Denver in New York? How, what's the Denver <laughs> rep outside of? You I know thought what you were going to ask someone else, like, Kaylin, to do an impression. Well, why would he do that? Because he asked Sam. Why that's Sam's special thing. She doesn't yeah, do an impression. My musical impressions. Okay, sorry. The you know go what, on, Kaylin. You know what the actual <laughs> the reputation is that I find? And I kind of love it. You got a big the, dick? The, that's you, you think the reputation of Colorado <laughs> is that it has a big dick? Oh, I was really listening to JD. Sorry. <laughs> the, the way that we are viewed is as incredibly proud of Colorado. It's so true. Yeah. Just yeah. talk I think about very it all accurate. the time. And, oh, man, I just, I just love Denver. I love the mountains. And you know all this, all these companies are from, they're all Denver companies. And, oh, man, we make so much great beer in Colorado and the sports. And we're, you know. And reefer. We have, yeah, we smoke, and we smoke weed. We're a very healthy state. Did you know that Boulder is the most educated city per capita <laughs> in the country? Just all this information, just all this stuff. And, but not like Texas where it's like, well, fuck everywhere else. We're the best. It's just like, yeah, I don't, you do what you want. I just, Colorado's great. And I think that's the, the impression people get. It's like, oh, I have to go visit Colorado because everyone just says it's so great. Mm-hmm. You're right. It is so great. Actually, why are we talking about Kaylin? Let's talk about Colorado because okay. it's so great. It is great. And I'm it has a kidding. big dick. It's great. I'm One great has a big dick. big dick. Yeah, big old dick. <laughs> One of the great things about Colorado is the great people, which Kaylin's from here. So I, thanks, Colorado. Yeah, you're out there repping. Thank you, Colorado. Thank thanks, you, Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> 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 oh, wait. I think I found our sign off. There's something. I wanted to share with you. What? <laughs> it's not that good, but <laughs> I saved it for the podcast. All right. <laughs> and it's because it's something I've been working on since you left. Oh. Um, oh, I know what's gonna happen. I think. Oh I man. I have been practicing whistling for the last year and a half. I'm gonna hold this for you. you no, no, I okay. don't need my hands to whistle. 
Okay. So I don't know how to whistle. Um, and Kaylin tried to teach me. But you're going to do it. But I've been practicing for 18 months. <laughs> okay, here we go. <coughs> I'm smiling too much. My yeah, lips aren't relaxed. Oh, it's hard. You're gonna, you're <laughs> relax those tight lips. Yeah. Oh, do fuck. Some, do okay. some horse lips. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, was, that was yeah better than i used to be huh it's an improvement hold on a little farther that away was, with the mic that was better it sounds you like you're one, sucking you air in one. are you sucking air in because oh, that's what it sounds it. like you did it god this okay, is that's hard good. that's good uh, i don't know i think people would like to listen to 10 minutes of <laughs> just <laughs> trying to whistle <laughs> Everyone turn up the volume really <laughs> loud, and now that we're talking, and they're usually, like, oh, God. Usually I can do better. I'm sorry. I'm you nervous. Know, nervous, right? Nerv I'm nervous. Okay. Well, I've it's also like my, whole my lips are a little tight right now, right. I think. Dry. You got I'm tight dry. lips, and, you know, Kaylin doesn't like yeah, tight lips. he hates them. I know from experience. <laughs> we have context. That sounds filthy. Got them tight lips. You did tell me I had tight lips one time. So and that was really not a good lips. thing. No, it wasn't. This comment that you made to her is like because it wasn't in, in dick sucking context. It wasn't like yeah, oh, those are some tight lips. It was just like you saw her lips and you, you said that you have really tight lips. Is it because they're like thin? And it's always stayed with me. It's because she doesn't she doesn't relax her mouth. It's very I don't. It's very tight. It's not even <laughs> lips. It's like the muscles. You just. I do. It's not. And it's just a fact. It's like it's like if I said JD has a mustache. Okay. There you go. Anyways, I'm not offended by it anymore. I've let it go. That's <laughs> Clearly. why I brought Have it you? up. Clearly. <laughs> but I did want to talk to you about something also now that your mom's not around. So me and Eric Riley made a bet about you when you moved, and the bet was that next time you came to visit, if it was for longer than five days, that I would be able to get you to have sex with me. And I'm obviously going to lose that bet because I have a boyfriend, and that is the only reason why I'm going to lose that bet is what I'm saying. <laughs> But I want to let you know that was a bet that Eric and I had, and my bet was I could do it. And Eric, how much do you owe Eric now? Yeah, when you, I don't remember. It was like a drink or something. It's just like for the fun of betting. It was worth. I made that bet with a male friend about a woman. I would be a pig. Joanna's a pig. I didn't say I was morally correct. Sam was coming out to visit New York, and I was like. Hey Deshaun, I bet you five bucks I can have. I, I got seven days. I bet I can sleep with Sam. Oh man, I would be a I would be a shit heel. Double standard. Sorry, not I wasn't fair. trying to make you feel like a piece of meat. I don't. I'm not really offended. I'm just noticing. It was but more Joanna's like a pig. E Eric and I were hanging out, and I was like, <laughs> I was so like, Eric, man, I, I really wish I had gone to have oh, sex yeah. with Kalen. And then Eric was like, now it's never gonna happen. And I was like, yes, it will. You just didn't like being told <laughs> yes, never. And then will. he was like, no, it's not. And I was like. Next time I see Kalen, we're going to have sex. And then he was like, so if Kalen comes out for a day, you're going to have sex with him. And I was like, no, I have to have at least Give five, me five days. Give me five days to butter him up. <laughs> yeah, how, what, are, what are the and extra like, four okay. days? Okay. Give me all the and steps. And then he was like, okay. what are the steps? <laughs> yeah, how are you no, seducing no, no, come him? On, lay it no. out. Give us Probably. your seduction. Show me how your game works. Yeah, game, game Kalen. Okay, yeah, no. day one. No. Day one, what do you do? No, I got to save it in case I don't have a boyfriend someday. I got to wait. I still have an opportunity to do this. Not on, share. interesting. Once I'm married, I will tell you. My steps. Once I'm married. Be married. If I Step ever get one. married. <laughs> <laughs> Step one, tell Kaylin about this bet. Make him think about it. <laughs> Step two. Right, that's what it is. Day one, plant the seed. Mm -hmm. I'm a fool. Yeah, I can't you. tell you about it. It's, we're in the process right now. That's 
she learned <laughs> the foot of the master, apparently. Uh, <laughs> but I was trying to tell you this more of a compliment instead of trying to be like, I'm the master, you're a piece just of meat. So <laughs> just in case anyone knows. If you He's talking about me. Just point at him, yeah. I'm the master. <laughs> Not Sam. No, me. No one else. Me. No, me. I, think you I teach game. game. You're just I like a magnet. Game. She's the lighthouse. I'm yeah. a gamer. Mm-hmm. I roll in and I plug in my Xbox. Have you ever had to try to pursue somebody? Yes. Oh. My current boyfriend. No. That's true. No, yeah, he Jeremy. Didn't. Tried he tried to, to break up with me twice. Jeremy tried to like not date. <laughs> tried. Her. Yeah, but Sam was like, he actually no. he broke up with me once, and then he broke tried to break up with me a second time, and apparently I just ignored him. That's what he said. Yeah, that's fine, dear. Good night. <laughs> I had to really like work at that one. Yeah, good over. Did. Well, good for yeah, you. Yeah, as you are already in his bed, though. Like, come on. Yeah, but he definitely yeah, broke up with me. Starting out, though, like, he pursued you. Um, it's really mutual. Yeah, they just both so want no, bony look, each other. No one's accusing you of never having had to work in a relationship. I think what he's saying is you've never just been seen someone and been like, "This, I'm going to make this happen, and then just spent however long trying to... You've never had to run game, per se. Not that I don't, you know. Yeah, run game, I don't know, that sounds... Pursue. I think Sam's yeah. had guys like where sh- that could have happened, but she's just like n- too lazy. <laughs> so I'm anti-game. Maybe there's a nicer well, no, way to say what you just said. No, <laughs> there's like I'll be like, so what's going on with this guy? And she's like, well, I don't know if he's feeling it, so I'm just gonna stop trying. I think that's healthy. If someone's I know, not it is interested, healthy. then why get? In? I understand that. I think that's how yeah. she is, uh, though, and that's like I'm sure that there are people she could have like put in that effort, but she's just like. Nah, <laughs> if they're not interested, then I'm not nah. going to try. You got options. That's the whole goal in mm. game is to have enough options that no one's ever a big deal. Mm-hmm. Nothing's, nothing's ever a big deal. <laughs> but then is that ever truly living, you know? It's just... <laughs> I don't know. Wait, what? <laughs> living? I, don't know, I just want to I think... Just to <laughs> is it living, guys? <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So let's get a little bit... Um, let's wrap it up. All right. We got to get to Steubens. Yeah. Right. Priorities. Half off. Priorities. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, whoa, 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 so whoa. You're, in, you're in New York following your, your passion. Trying. All right. Left hand, right brain, right. Creative and sensitive. Okay. What do you do when, it, when you get out there and it's tough? What keeps you going on a cold, lonely New York night when you're out in Central Park? Just getting watching. Mugged. Yeah, watching everyone get mugged and, and just all that violence and Ebola out there. Yeah. No, I, mean, that's, I don't know. I'm just. No, I hear you. I dress that up too much. <laughs> Joanna's just shaking her head at me. <laughs> I what, tried too hard. What keeps me going? It's um, that thing about how hard it is and living that close to people. You have a lot of moments of really interesting and beautiful connection. You see things you would never see. Um, it's like no place else. And that keeps you invested in the city. As far as what keeps me, you know, uh, I write a lot. <laughs> Therapy. And uh, I've been lucky enough to find some people I really love and can rely on. But I think it's always beyond that. There's so much there. There's so much in the city. There's opportunity everywhere. If you just have the luck and the courage and the intelligence to take advantage of it, I think. And so hope is what it is. It's something great's going to happen. I know it. It's right around the corner. There's so much there. That's beautiful. I can words to live by, man. Um, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think we're gonna end with a revival of uh, Mary Fuck Kill, the game MFK. that uh, we all love and have shared together many a time. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna do right now. Mm-hmm. 
Do any of you guys have one? I thought we were doing the... No, I don't want to do the one you talked about. Yeah, earlier. you don't want to do that one. There's one. I you have an one. idea. Yeah, don't do that. I want to do, um, based on our conversation earlier, cartoon spouses. Okay. Ooh, so, Mary Fuck Kill, Homer Simpson, Peter Griffin, or Bob from Bob's Bob. Burgers. <gasps> I feel like this is an easy one, actually. So, are you asking me then? Yes. You know there's going to be female ones for the boys. Sure. Yeah. And then you can do. You can do male. You know, I know what kind. Or of their female they are. counterparts. I would kill Peter Griffin. Yep. Mary Bob. Yep. And then fuck Homer. Ooh, I know it's weird, but it's weird. I'm sure he's a good. See, that's that's why that one's hard. Is because the fuck part. It's, it's made very explicit often that Peter is great in bed. So as much oh. as you hate his character, <laughs> oh, that's true. I think. That's I, but, true. I, you know, I but you don't want to kill a Homer Simpson. I would Simpson. never want to kill Homer Simpson. So I think you made the right call. But you're kind of taking one for the team as far as the. the I mean, but I don't. Even goes. if he's good, unless I'm attracted to him, it's not going to be. Yeah, bad. it's not. I understand. Yeah. The only <laughs> one who's really going to be able to please me is Bob. So you so demand him. The, what's the what's the opposite? Lois, Lois, uh, Marge, Marge, and Linda. 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 Oh, Bobby. <laughs> Which you've all determined uh, Sam and Joanne are going to grow into Linda, basically. <laughs> I would. Yay! <laughs> I would. I have a song about this. <laughs> Mary Marge. Tough. These are no, they're all great I, women. No, no, no. <laughs> right? No, I think. Marge has been hot. She she's has been, been hot been. in certain yeah, episodes. She has been. Lois are, is also Lois hot. Lois is also Lois hot. Lois is the worst of them, though. She's got the really Linda's can be pretty annoying she for sure. But she's no. so endearing. Right. Yeah. It's like. You want to marry a Linda. Sometimes you want to kill her and sometimes you want to. Yeah. Marry her. Let her sing you a song. I think, but I bet she's kind of freaky. Yeah. She is. Yeah, Linda. she is. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to say Mary Marge. I yeah. grew up with Marge. Yeah. So I'm yeah. Marge. Yeah. Marge. Mm-hmm. Mary Marge. Mary Marge. I would probably kill Lois. Yeah. yeah. Kill Lois. Lois has the nasally voice like Linda, but Lois isn't like, like funny. Honestly, I'm it's just like judging. Just she married. <laughs> she <laughs> married Peter Griffin. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, so she's got some self esteem. And, and <laughs> so you want to move yeah. in on that? She has weird sexual tension with a dog. That part weirds me out. Oh, yeah. I love Brian though, actually. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, the family no, she, guy. she sleeps with a dog. She's. I don't want any of that. Yeah, I don't like her, their sexual tension. It freaks me out. You don't want to get freaky with her. Mm-mm. Not like the. What dog would stuff. you do? Do you have a different one? No, no, Mary Marge. Yeah. Uh, kill Lois. Fuck Linda, and yeah, kill Lois. Because Linda, I want to get freaky with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember when she bought that. the sex dice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think it'd be interesting for anyone who's uh, uh, interested. We have done the the Homer, uh, Bob, and uh, Peter, Griffin. Peter, Peter before? Griffin before. And I we think have? it'd be interesting to see if Joanna gave a different answer on that one. Mm. <laughs> so, someone's not. been downloading the podcast, so if anyone cares to listen... <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Hatchback uh, is the only one who's like, I know this. Thing. He's just re-downloading all those. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Johnny Hatchback, Johnny Wu, uh, Johnny Sims. Mm-hmm. Keep on listening, buddy. I love you. Thank you so much for uh, being the only one listening out there. He's not the only one. Okay. <laughs> but he <laughs> is, saying things like that. He is. The Sorry, best, I'll tell Amy to hear this one. <laughs> he is the best. Yes, he, he is. is. He seems like a nice guy. Simple.com. Uh, anyway, all right. Uh, we don't have a sign off. If you do want to uh, give us uh, something to sign off with, thank you so much for being here, coming to my ba- basement, yeah. taking some time. Yeah, uh, love the fun. reunion. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I was like really nervous. Like, no, oh, it was fine. Was it was weird. You I'm were fine. nervous. I couldn't tell. I'm so <laughs> seem so nervous. <sighs> He's hungry. He's just fussy and hungry. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, JD. I'm fine. We're gonna go get a chicken black club, whatever it's black called. Chicken black there chicken you go. club. Steubens, bring back. The uh, chicken wings, not the 
ones you have now, but the other ones. <sighs> Damn it, I can't remember. It's been too long. I'm too hungry. <laughs> Kaylin, sign us off. Uh, this is the best of all possible worlds. Don't forget that. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Woo! See you later. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.